This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. Oh. 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 What do you think? This is the army where you shoot them a mile away? You gotta get up close like this. Bada bing! You blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I'm kidding. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it. Know it. Live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a planet fucker? Uh, uh, Things are going wrong here. Is that too loud? Okay, we're right there. Oh, yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Much better than we were moments ago, as in three seconds ago. And now we're ready for Hump Day Wednesday uh, uh, edition of the Live at Five show. It's getting muggy out there. It's going to get muggier, apparently. But, you know, it's that time of year. Boy, I love it when you, know, you walk outside at 8.30, 8.45, and even 9 o'clock. The sun's still, still there. I love this time of year. Uh, not like November. Or, no, or December, for that matter. Dark days. Dark, dark days. Uh, welcome to the show. A couple of observations. First of all, one thing I haven't been talking about is that we have tickets. Uh, I just got them a couple of days ago here. Now we're giving them, all over, uh, giving them away uh, from all the radio stations. And those are for the Watertown Rapids. So the Rapids uh, are in, uh, I think they're in game, f- well, they, they, they're on the road, uh, obviously, uh, from time to time as well. But they played at least 10 games so far. And uh, they have a big game coming up this Saturday. It's Ag Night in celebration of the $1.7 billion agricultural industry that we have right up here in the North Country uh, to celebrate that. Ag Night, uh, it, it, they call it Ag Night. It actually starts at 4 o'clock where kids can go on an obstacle course uh, before the game. And also... Uh, they're going to have a late edition of an of a famous NFL player. They don't know who yet. Right? They had some issues with one. They had some SU grad that plays for the Rams, but something went wrong there, some logistics. And as a result, they're going to get somebody else. But on top of all that, I'll give away tickets. How's that sound? I was going to have some type of sound effect, you know, like the crack of the bat, you know, how they do that, you know, whatever. Or uh, I don't know what I'm going to use. I'll, I'll have some type of uh, cue. So once I play it, that will be your cue to give us a call. Just like real radio. Just like radio back in the days. Be the 24th. Be the 21st caller. Does anyone do that anymore? Does anyone, does anyone use the phone anymore? Try telling a, a 15-year-old kid to call up anybody. Like, call up? What? Why can't I just text you? Can't you just give me the tickets? Why do I have to do anything? Uh, and and uh, so there you have it. So I have a bunch of tickets on me right now, and throughout today's show, I'll start giving them away. I don't know if we should give them away two at a time or four at a time, you know, the old family pack. Uh, I have no idea, but I'll figure it out. And, of course, as you know, uh, the season is, in, is happening now. Ends at the end of July. It's not a very long season, as you might well imagine. These kids got to go back to college. What else is going on? Someone just texted me. Let me just check it out real quick. 
dip, 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 day, dip, 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 day. Oh, oh, check this out. I, I, this from uh, the, the the Rapids themselves. First 300 people get free T-shirts at the game Saturday. Mm-hmm. What? Jeepers, creepers. I just did the ads. I didn't add that part. That's kind of important. There's so many things going on. Not to mention they got a game tomorrow. Then they skip a day. Then they come back with egg night. Then they have a game on Sunday. So many reasons to go to the uh, uh, Alex Duffy Fairground, now called Toyota Field. Uh, by the way, real quick, I mentioned it yesterday. I don't know the guy's name. I think his name is Oko. He's Filipino. Uh, and he's, uh, I, I believe he's biracial. He's uh, Filipino. Uh, his, his father might have been from somewhere else in the world, whichever, uh, one or the other. But uh, he's, a, he's a tremendous comedian. And I, I think his name is Oko. I, 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 every now and then he pops up on my timeline. I wish I took the initiative to f- see his name. But this guy is good. And I'm not just saying, remember Yak or Smirnoff? Remember when he was like this, uh, this comedian back in the 80s because everyone was impressed with the fact that you know, Russia could actually come up with a comedian that would stand on stage and talk like a Russian? He, was very, he wasn't that good. He wasn't that funny. But it's just like, well, you give him the benefit of the doubt, just like so many people in politics and from certain areas of the world that, well, they, they tried. So we got to give him, you know, this guy kind of, you know, really, at this, at, you know, not, not, this, not to discriminate, but there's not too many funny men or women, for that matter, from the Asian community. And if they are, they don't appeal to you know, people like myself because we're so accustomed to seeing you know, you know, other comedians that are obnoxious and rude. And, and for the most part, you know, Asians are just not like that. They're very respectful people. Well, this guy is, this guy is, oh, he's a respectful guy, but he uses F-bombs. He uses curse words. But boy, is he good. And if I get his name at the commercial break, I'll tell you who he is. But uh, he is one of the funnier guys. And, and I'm not just saying that because, because he, is, he is Asian. So isn't it so good to see they're cracking jokes about themselves? Isn't that funny in itself? You know, you know how many female comedians jump on stage and everyone gives them the benefit of the doubt because it's a comedian on the stage? And they realize they're not that funny. You've got to be funny. You're a human being. You live life like everybody else. Be funny. This guy is. And he says things, of course, because of the fact that he is Asian. He, sa- he talks about things like he can get away with. You know, Mel Brooks can make fun of, you know, make rabbi jokes all of his life and Jewish jokes all the time. But Glenn Curry does that stuff, and I'm taking off the air. So, you know, while I can make fun of the mix and, and Irish people getting too drunk and whatnot, uh, people who aren't Irish, and for that matter, white, can still get away with saying the same stuff because that's just the way it is. Double standard. But this guy, he is so good. And he talks about his uncle and how his uncle takes too long to spit out a story. He expl- you know how you get people that just explain everything? And I won't use the tone in which he describes his father up because, again, remember, I'm not from your world. Uh, I'm, I'm not supposed to do that. But he did kind of mock the way his, grand- his uncle talked. But more importantly, you know, just like anybody else because we're all human, he mocked the- how long it took for him to describe something. Like, uh, uh, Peter, I remember that uh, drink you gave me? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, I had a long straw. Uh, yeah. And a uh, big long straw. Yeah. And uh, very difficult to drink. Yes. What the freak do you want from me? And it was funny. The crowd roared. And the other things he talked about are the difference of dialect between Koreans, Chinese, and Japanese people. And again, remember, the majority of the people watching this crowd are, are, are Asian Americans. I don't know where it is. could be New York, L.A., whatever. Uh, but he is good. So I'll get his name, and if I could play some segments on the show, I'll, I'll demonstrate how good this guy is. 
Of course, I can't get the X-rated or the R-rated version of that for that matter. But uh, it, be on the lookout for this guy. I think his name is Oko. Real, real funny guy. The other thing, and by the way, Joe Stanley, Attorney Joe Stanley, should be calling it at the bottom of the hour. We missed him last week. I don't know what's going on with Joe, but he's been missing a lot lately. He's been busy. I've been busy. Name the movie. Have you noticed uh, President Joe Biden is always yelling at people? And again, you know, it's not uncommon for a president to kind of yell out loud. FDR did. They had lousy microphones back in the day. They had to yell. But Biden is yelling to the point where he just seems to be angry. He's always on the defensive. He's always like, so recently, I don't know, it was a couple of days ago, he says he's tired of hearing the same nonsense. The economy is great. He doesn't want to hear false stories otherwise. He just looks like he's got a lot of gas or something. He's not doing well. Someone should give him some Maalox or something. But when people start going on the defensive like that, it means that, you know, things aren't going well. I don't know how the stock market did today. I really wasn't paying any attention to it. But to, I did happen to watch uh, a little bit, and I know people condemn me for doing this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I have to get on my phone. I have my Spectrum uh, app, and I watched a little bit of Channel 50 at the 11 o'clock hour. And for the most part, I'm sorry to say this, folks. It's the only time I watch Channel 50 for the first 20, 25 minutes. If I could sneak it in while I'm you know, typing up something at the desk, not bugging or bothering other people. But the stuff that comes out of the Yentas from the view, unbelievable. Sonny Houston. Every, every problem in America is, is, in her words at least, is, is Republicans, which is just her safe way of saying white people. And, it's, it's, and, and whoopee, she just gets angrier and angrier. Oh, my God. And bigger and bigger. Holy mackerel. What's gone wrong with Whoopi Goldberg? And who can forget Joy Bahar, who just loves separating herself from, this, from her own skin color? It's amazing. It's amazing what we get from that. So, anyway, that's my spiel for today. I've been going over a lot of things, just observations. By Wednesday, I kind of, like, get to this point of the show and say, look, I can go on and on ad nauseum about things here, there, everywhere. We do have a political, we have several political races locally. Uh, Susan Duffy chimed in today. She will be here tomorrow, uh, next, next week to speak in person with myself and Jeff Graham. Uh, you, you know, and I also reached out to the Giuliani uh, camp today. Actually, Reached out to Andrew himself, uh, and it looks like he's, uh, he's going to be coming on with his messages here on our stations, which is great. Also reached out to Mario Frato, who's coming up with some interesting uh, factoid. Again, I don't know if these are facts or whatnot, but you know, I get data from him. And um, you know, there's a, there's a reach, recent, I guess you could say, olive branch from uh, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney reaching out, uh, or rather showing something from, from, uh, from Donald Trump in support from uh, former President Donald Trump. But apparently it's, it's an old ad or an old tweet. So, what I, again, I don't know. I shouldn't even talk about it because I haven't really looked into the foundation. But, again, these are the things that the, the new and improved Live at Five show with yours truly uh, have encountered in recent months. Because, uh, again, we're, we're so in, in, in involved in politics, both on the state level, congressional level. Uh, legislative level, and of course, who could forget, we'll also have a big, big uh, primary coming up uh, for the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department, as well for the sheriff itself. So, so many things are going on right now. I, again, I keep on talking. I, I sound like Paulie from The Sopranos. I don't know what, what, which way is up. I don't know if it's Pete. I don't know if it's Paulie. Uh, sometimes I get confused myself. We have two primaries. I forget which is which. Jim is saying that uh, Mark Wolzik's going to be, you know, uh, uh, talking about his campaign this summer. I said, why? There's no one running against him. 
but he's you know obviously he's the he's the man of our future, and uh, he definitely has a message that we will be listening to. His primary for the uh, state senate is in late August, as well as the congressional primary, which was pu- uh, which was pushed from June to late August. But uh, in le- t- two weeks from yesterday, we'll find out who wins in the uh, 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 Scott Gray, Susan Duffy uh, primary, and in the uh, uh, the race for the sheriff's department as well. So here it is. It's June. It's hot. Uh, summer hasn't even begun yet, but we're in the middle of a really, really hot political season for sure. That's that's for certain. So let's do this. Uh, let's give away two tickets right now. These are general admission tickets. So that means that you can get these. You can use these tickets rather for tonight or check it. Check that tomorrow's a game. Uh, they have a game tomorrow and they have a game on Saturday. So what I want to do is I, I have the schedule. I would like to give these away, you know, with at least one day advance notice. Uh, but that said, these are general admission tickets, so you can use them uh, in any game throughout the season, which, like I said, ends in late July. But I would encourage you, if you want these tickets at any given time, either today, tomorrow, any day, please do me a favor and use them as, as quickly as possible. I just think that makes sense. Don't put them in your glove compartment and forget them. We would like to see these go to use uh, because uh, looking at America's, watching rather America's pastime, uh, in any ball field is is just that it's it's a, it's a it's one of those special things that we get to do in life, particularly uh, in the summer months. This is the sport for the boys of summer, and uh, we have our own little uh, history here of uh, baseball in the North Country, and it continues. Thanks to Mike Shell, uh, thanks of course to Jay and his son Nate uh, for for their hard work putting this together. So uh, it, it's just the difficulty is getting people out of the house. And, and getting them to uh, to participate in a lot of things. It's it's inexpensive, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. In fact, if you've heard our ads, uh, almost uh, it's almost secondary that the game is is secondary to to uh, so many other things like the things that go in the crowd on and the, during the uh, uh, the intermission, or should I say, in between innings, and for that matter, going on in the stands throughout the games. A lot of distractions, things that you wouldn't normally see in a major league baseball game, but at this level, uh, it's all part of entertainment and family value. So let's do this. Uh, let's do a trivia question. What, uh, let's just, what the hell? You know what? I'm not even going to do that again. For some reason, it just stops. So uh, give me a shot. If you want two tickets to any given game, particularly the games this week, weekend, I should say, give me a shout. 755-1240. Don't forget the 315. 315-755-1240 is the number. If you want to chime in right now, we'd gr- uh, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, and I'll give you two tickets uh, to uh, any game you want to go to. Uh, especially the big egg night. And by the way, egg night also includes uh, fireworks at the end of the game. So you can't beat that. You can't be, I don't care who you are. You could be blind and appreciate. Uh, maybe we can get the blind guy to go to the game to see the fireworks. Hi, uh, you want the tickets? Yes, I do. And who's this? Oh, uh, this is Ben. Ben? Yes, sir. Uh, were you a rat in an early, in an early life? Were you, you, know who, you know who I'm referring to when I say rat, Ben the rat? No, no, I do not. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not talking about Henry Hill. You know exactly what a rat is. I don't know what a rat is. Uh, no, uh, there was a movie called Willard, 1970, 1971, with Ernest Borgnine, and it was about a rat, and his friend, his be- the rat's best friend, Willard, his best friend was Ben, and they made a sequel to that, and the, it was Ben the Rat, and the song, the theme song to that movie was sung by, you guessed it, Michael Jackson, and it's a great song. 
So that's why that's the Ben reference. Well, you never well, heard that before. I you haven't need heard it. of the movie, but I have heard of Ernest Borgnine, and I've seen seen some other other movies with him in it. Yeah, know? right. Like a, a Poseidon adventure. My Linda, my Linda. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. How old are you? You sound. Are you a young guy? You never heard of Ben before? No, no I'm not that young. I'm, I'm 41. I was born in 80. You're young. Oh my God. You know, there was a guy who used to work here years ago. Whenever someone ma- mentioned their name or their age, and he wasn't even that old, but he always came up with the same joke. I got underwear older than that. I said, like, would you stop it, please? I don't want to th- hear. I don't want to think about your old underwear. I, I was going to say, if, if they're that old, man, you should be getting some new ones. All I could think about when someone says that they're uh, that you know, um, I have underwear older than you are, I was like, I just think of Krusty the Clown. Don't ask me why. I just think of that. All right, so Ben, let yeah. me ask you: uh, Are you a family man? Uh, well, uh, no, not really. I'm single. No, you're single. Okay. But, uh, I, I do have I do have my brother who would who would enjoy attending a game with me. So. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put your name next to two tickets here. And you can come between uh, 9 and 5, uh, Monday through Friday, to pick them up right here at 199 Wealth Avenue. Does that work for you, Ben? That works fantastic. And do you listen to the show on a regular basis? Uh, I do, all day in the in the car while I'm doing deliveries. That's why I'm calling. That's awesome. Well, keep up the good work. You're a hard worker, and you deserve to see America's pastime, uh, Watertown Rapids. Thank you very much. Come on down and pick them up, and you have your name on them, Ben. All righty. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much. And that's how easy it's going to be. I don't need no trivia questions, although at some time or another I will do that. Pardon me, Grandma, by the way. I just like talking that way sometimes. Uh, so where am I? Uh, news junkie. Spell with the big fat. Someone's been texting me. I don't know why. I don't normally look at my text, but sometimes it has something to do. Oh, very good. I just did something uh, in the drink blue Carisco. Okay, yes, I will correct that. I just did a video for the Empire uh, restaurant on Public Square. And they have, and, and what they wanted to do, they wanted me to feature their outdoor dining, you know, their outdoor patio. And that's something that obviously during COVID became somewhat popular in that people were fascinated. And someone just sent me something else here. Uh, people were eating outside. And we saw this everywhere, not just in Watertown. So if you look at the, at the width of the sidewalks on Public Square, they are, they're made for outdoor dining, even more so than New York City. And there's a, there's an outdoor dining area in New York City in every street corner. They're everywhere. You're tripping over yourself. You gotta move. You gotta step out in the street sometimes and step in someone's dog crap in order to avoid it. But they have them everywhere. A lot of them are almost permanent structures, you know, that are built that way with plexiglass and whatnot. And that's in New York where everything is tight. I mean everything. Here you have public square. It's like this is this is ingenious. And yet I've seen photographs over the years of public square from like. The 19th century, where I never saw anyone eating outside. Now, maybe it was just wasn't one of those things. Maybe outdoor dining didn't happen. It will only happen in France. I have no idea. But when when and by the way, Spokes does the same thing. Spokes has ha- had outdoor dining. They also have that um, that Strauss w- walkway too, where they built a permanent outdoor area patio too. It's very nice. But that's not on the sidewalk. They also have it on the sidewalk in front of their place. And there's plenty of room to sit and enjoy and also for people to walk around. Well, it's the same thing with Empire Square in that it's center. It's right, I, I took video from the place. They open up the doors. They're two huge doors. And they open them up. And it's, it's awesome. It really is. 
I, I, I would think, you know, I went down to Bailings when they opened up, what, four or five years ago now. And I thought, oh, that's going to be awful. They're going to open up those, those garage doors and they're going to let in all these bugs. It's going to get hot in there. No one's going to go. I mean, I'm saying this to myself. I didn't say this out loud. And, of course, it's one of the most popular bar restaurants in the North Country. I'm talking about Spook Hill, for, uh, uh, the bar down there uh, that the Bailing family used to own. It's a great place. So, and, and now the same thing is true with, with Empire because you think, oh, it's just going to allow a lot of bugs. No. The freedom to walk in and out, especially in hot weather, is air-conditioned inside. You walk back out, you get the sun, you sit down, you get a cold drink, a beverage, a soda, whichever the deal might be. And uh, so I just did the video for Vanette, who owns the place. I shot it yesterday on a gorgeous, beautiful day. And I tell you what, let me tell you something. I've been getting shots of Public Square now for over 25 years. And I do a lot of video work, so if you see me walking around with my camera or whatever, uh, that's, just, that's not me being nosy. It's not me being, you know, uh, you know stalking people. Um, I want to get the image. Yesterday, when I got the image uh, from that bar, looking at the, at, the, uh, at the fountain, which was built there in 1869, and, and just the cars passing by, I don't think I ever caught something so beautiful than I did yesterday. So I'm very proud about that. Hopefully that will be going on uh, Facebook soon, not to mention News Junkie as well. So I uh, just wanted to give a, pl- a shout-out, if you will, uh, to our friends at the Empire. So let's go to the phones and see if this is Joe. No, this is the Duff Man. What's going on, man? Not much. I just want to tell you that Spook Hill, you can't beat the breakfast. Good. Br- oh, I didn't even know they were open for breakfast. Oh, you got to go for breakfast there, man, on the weekends. Fantastic. So like and a- I also tried the place you were just talking about. Uh, met the owner there and talked with her. And- yeah. Told her I told her that the phone booth, the original one of the original, there used to be two phone booths in the back. The original ones in Steve Weed's old office in the arcade. Oh, really? Used to be mine. Nice. Yeah, because I bought it from Enrico's and I had it at my place, at Papa Pete's, and then I sold it to, uh, or I gave it to Steve Weed or something. I don't know. He ended up with it somehow. Anyway. Yeah. So, how much do you think that's yeah. worth today? A phone book, probably not a lot. It's in Walls. I could probably give it to her. I mean, I don't know. Or sell it to her cheap, you know. Uh, so, but it's made. What, what is it made? Just, that's where he's at. Is it made out of Unless wood? It's Don Coombs. I don't know. Is well, it? yeah, a phone booth. They just put the phone in there, right? Run the wires, and then there's the, uh, you know, the light on top says telephone. That's all. You just hardwire that, and it's not a big deal. Nice. Listen, you, I, it's, you can tra- you can transform it to anything you want to transform, but nobody uses hardwire phones anymore. No, I got a, 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 a Duff man. I'm sorry to do this, but I might, let me put you on hold, okay? It might not be. Sure. Uh, let me put you on hold because it might, it might, I might have. Uh, it's, uh, it is. It's Attorney Joe Stanley. How are you doing, Joe? Hi, Glenn. How are you? Good, good, good. So, Steve, if you're listening, yes, uh, it is uh, Joe Stanley. Uh, I, I, Joe, you know, I saw something very interesting last night. And uh, by the way, I love your, uh, uh, your sit down discussions with Angela. They are, they are completely, I'm talking about, I don't know, are they a minute? Are they two minutes long, Joe, when you do them on TV? Yeah, I think they're a little less than two minutes, yeah. And it's good because it's, it's a great format. It's on at night. It's on late uh, on, the, on the news. You might have it elsewhere. But I think it's at that chill time of night where you, you, you're sick and tired of looking at car ads. You're sick and tired of looking at this, that, and the other thing. And quite frankly, we're, we're you know, sick and tired of looking at people saying, hey, if you, if you need a lawyer, call me. Instead, it's you and Angela just discussing things. And a discussion that you and I have had over the years, this time of year especially, is the things we've got to worry about this time of year. Everyone wants to be festive. Everyone wants to have a good time. 
But in the case of inviting people over to a pool party, over to your house, you have to look out for a lot of things, including underage drinking or an adult gets out of hand or a kid steps on, on, on a nail or something. So these are the things that obviously people love you know, to avoid or not think of, but we have to think in these terms this time of year, Joe. Well, I think that a lot of times we, year-round, we ignore the obvious small little precautions that can prevent the the big harm. I think all the, we should, most people operate day to day. They do try to do things safely to, to keep themselves and their family safe. And, you know, sometimes you, you forget about uh, those things in a broader sense when you're having a party and there's lots of people around and sometimes there might be alcohol and other things going on and that, you just might forget, and you know, it, it. It being safe doesn't mean you don't have a good time. Right. Actually, being safe means you have a better time because if you if you have everything lined up and everything is as safe as it can be, then you don't have to worry about things getting out of control. Right. Right. Yeah, and and little things. I mean, I can't call them little things because anything at any time can go wrong. And I notice when I drive around in the summer, this time of year, especially in June. On Saturdays, you, you know there's a big, big party going on at a house on some country road because there's at least, in some cases, 10, 20, 30 cars out on the lawn. So either someone's, gotten gra- someone's graduating, someone's getting married, uh, or something or other is happening. But really, when it comes right down to it, th- just the a- aspect of people travel- getting in and out of your front lawn on a county highway, that in itself could be dangerous, Joe. No one's going to be uh, looking out for cars going back and forth, getting in and out of, your, out of your driveway. But that's one of the considerations one has to worry about when they have a lot of people come over to their property. Well, I mean, it's one of those things you always have to worry about because people notoriously aren't good drivers. True. They're not generally not paying attention. And, you know, wherever you park or wherever you go, and if you're getting out of the, your car on a rural highway, you better look in both directions and get out of the car fast because, you know, uh, people, especially on rural highways, they don't expect they don't expect people, and they drive might not drive within the speed limit, and uh, and you know they come around a curb, and all of a sudden there's you know 20 cars parked in the road, and it's only one lane to get by instead of two. It, it could be a problem, yeah. Yeah, and and that's again, you you uh, you try to be as safe as you can, and you always have to look out. Isn't that an old? That was an old slogan of somebody. You have to watch out for the other driver, but. You, yeah, because you, a lot of times there's people out there that are not they're not doing things safely. Right, right. And when you're holding a party, you're new at holding them. It's not it's not like you do it every day or every week for that matter. So when you have something, you know, you, there's, got, there's a lot of variables when you bring a lot of people over to your to your property. I, albeit in the city, in the county, or country road, uh, things can go wrong. Now it's prom season. A lot of kids going out of the road, uh, Joe. What 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 do you say to a kid who's 17, 18 years old, uh, still isn't legally allowed to drink? We know that, but obviously because of peer pressure and it's the prom season, this is usually the time when, when young kids, at least in my day at least, uh, imbibe for the first time. Um, should we just have a, a big campaign to tell them don't drink and drive, or should we encourage kids to download the app uh, Uber just in case you need it if you do drink and you can't drive? Well. I mean, you were young, Glenn. Once I know you were. Yeah. And 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 you know, 
teenagers are going to do what teenagers do. And the only thing is that you can do is educate them and present them with, you know, the, the things that can happen if, if you drive while you're intoxicated or get in a car right. with someone who's intoxicated. And uh, it, it is so much easier than when we were kids because you can get Uber, Lyft, and, 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 and sure. whatever other services might be available mm-hmm. uh, in our day. <clears throat> You could. There was nothing available, and if you wanted to get a cab, that would have been an act of God. Right. So, right. Um, uh, so it, it is far different. And I think they have different attitudes. You know, uh, hmm. and, and, and if they're going to drive themselves, clearly, you not just alcohol is one distraction, but there can be many distractions these days if you're driving. Right. Uh, right. You know, it, it, uh, if you have. Two couples in a car, there can be a lot of distraction of just sure. for the excitement of the event. Right, there exactly. can be listening to music. You mm-hmm. could be doing everything and anything with your social media mm-hmm. rather than paying attention to driving. Sure. And so sure. uh, that's another reason that you have they have limos and drivers come and drive them around so they can have a good time and not have to worry about being a, being a chauffeur. Right, right. Well, although I think that's waning, too. I just read something recently. Where that whole uh, the whole chauffeur business is disappeared since that big accident in uh, near Albany a couple of years ago, Joe. So it seems like uh, that's going by the wayside as well. But but that might be replaced by Uber. It's not as as, as luxurious as a stretch limo, but it's pretty safe. Right. Well, and it's a lot cheaper. I yeah, it is a lot cheaper. Too. Yeah. I remember, you know, I, I I even Ring Day at Christ the King High School for junior year, the we, the party was at the Plaza Hotel in New York City. It's like, oh my God! I felt like Mo Green. You can, you kiddies make me laugh. You know, you're going out spending all this money. You're not even graduating. You're getting stretch limos in 1980 for crying out loud. Uh, but anyway, so it, it was crazy. Uh, but that's the way it was back in the day. Now, you know, kids still want to go out and still have fun. Look, Joe. About ten months ago, there was a kid from from up here driving a pickup truck. And, uh, and you alluded to it, and I think peer pressure is another reason why kids travel so quickly. And I think the, the statistics prove that when, when someone's driving in a car by themselves, they're going to drive faster when there's someone of their age sitting in the front seat or the back seat just to impress them. This kid went in excess of 100 miles an hour and collided with a car on Arsenal Street right in front of Applebee's. Thank God there were uh, uh, Fort Trump soldiers nearby that uh, helped the people get out of the fiery mess that happened. Uh, the emergency crews got there, but these guys really did save lives that day. But what is it about kids that want to prove a little bit extra about their ability or inability to drive at an excessive speed when there's someone else in the car? What is that? It's just this ego or peer pressure or both? Well, I mean, it, it's, a, it's just a function of being in, in a group, and it's a group dynamic. And, and uh, you know, in adults, there's group dynamics, you know, different kinds of dynamics when you get older. But people act differently when they're in groups than the, when they would be on their own for whatever. And that's human, again, human nature. Yeah, it uh, is. And each, each person reacts maybe differently uh, depending on their needs in a group situation. You might react differently than I would. So, right. uh Yes, that is something that is a concern, especially you know when you're younger. You haven't, you don't have as many life experiences, and you've never, if you've never encountered it and haven't done it or haven't had an encounter these kind of events many times, right. you don't have the mem- the mind memory to, to know how to deal with it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and that's what I was saying earlier, uh, with respects to people who don't hold big parties. You know, this might be their first, you know, uh, t- uh, born 
our first uh, child that's now 16, 17 years old that's graduating, this is the first time that they're having a big, big party. So they're a novice at all this stuff as far as getting people in and out of your driveway, wondering whether or not people are sneaking drinks in the, in the park and, uh, in, the, in the garage and driving drunk. There's so many things you have to account for, especially this time of year, when it comes to having parties uh, for people underage or, for that matter, adults who don't handle their liquor too well, Joe. Always true. I I always used to say I would rather go to a party than than have a party anytime. I agree. I so agree with you. You you can't (laughs) enjoy yourself. Having a party is bad enough, and then you got to clean up after it. Right, (laughs) and you got to put up a lot of money. I mean, you got to buy the liquor. You got to get the food. And by the way, never go to a party where you have to pitch in. I don't care if you're eighteen, nineteen years old. If someone's going to have a party and they're not paying for everything. Walk, walk away. I'm sorry. I don't care. Just at, at a principle alone, walk away. That's just the way I look at it. Well, Joe, as always, we lo- love talking about these things, especially this time of year and the safety uh, things we have to consider. But when people need to get in contact with yourself or any one of your associates, Joe, up here or in Syracuse, how can one do that? Sure. StanleyLawOffices.com is our website. My email is joe at StanleyLawOffices.com. And the phone number is 1-800-608-3333. Excellent. Joe, as always, thank you very much, sir. And you have a good weekend, and we'll see you next Wednesday. You too, Glenn. Bye. Th- thanks, Joe. That's Attorney Joe Stanley here on the Live at Five Show. Got to do a break. And we'll do it right now. We'll be back. Okay, it's time to get serious and help hospice. It's by playing golf, by buying the second annual Hospice Ultimate Golf Pack. Wilson. I never, I never quite understood that. Paid for by taxpayers for Wilson. That makes it sound like tax dollars are paying for oh, whatever. Harry, Harry, well, I, you know, someone, someone laughed at what I was. Uh, I commented yesterday, the day before, about uh, you know the voiceover dudes that do all the political ads, not just this year, any year. Harry Wilson, Lee Zeldin, Claudia Tenney. It's like you know, it's like Mel Blank. It's the same. It, I'm not saying it's the same guy, but it could be the same guy, or it's a relative of the same guy. I said, why can't we get women? You know, every now and then you'll hear a, a female voice, you know, uh, do some political ad or whatnot. And to me, it stands out. As long as you don't get the obnoxious toned vo- uh, female voice from The View. I think they purposely got an obnoxious v- female to do those the intros to every View show. Welcome to The View. 25 years of disinformation. Oh, it's so brutal. So brutal. Hi, you're in the air. Hello. Uh, it's, it's the lovely Sharon. Now, Sharon texted me during the commercial break. Uh, now, Sharon, my lovely wife, of course, the lovely Sharon. <laughs> so, you <laughs> don't. I mentioned. Gracias. Who are you? Ed Abate? No, just kidding. Uh, inside <laughs> joke. You have no idea what I was talking about. My, 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 I have a friend of mine. Every, every time he posts something, he's, he's an actor. He's the extra that, channel, that uh, New York, uh, Watertown Daily Times did a three, three page expose on like six months ago. And every time someone, uh, 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 Ed posts something on Facebook, he always says, my lovely and talented friend. Everyone is lovely and talented. doesn't matter if it's a guy either. It's, he's lovely and talented. Anyway. Well, uh, certainly I'm, it's a compliment. It is, it is. So I mentioned something uh, on the air earlier about how you should never go to a party where they, they want you to chip in. So I, for one, I think you took it the wrong way, but you texted me, you said, no, when you go to a party, you should always bring something, which is a pro, which is right. But I wasn't saying it that way. Sometimes, like for instance, my brother Brian, 
he went to a fu- it was a family funeral too. It was uh, uh, one of our aunts had passed away like five years ago, and they went up to Connecticut, and that's always a trek in itself. And uh, while they were up there, they, they they were at the reception after the funeral, and then all of a sudden they went around looking for money from every from all the tables. My brother was like, "Wait a minute, I'm, this this <laughs> this is this is Aunt Fanny's you know funeral. We just went to the funeral. Now it's the reception, which is inevitably at some." <laughs> You know, some restaurant or you know, American Legion, something nice, right? And they go out. You know, I don't know if they if they handed out a hat, <laughs> a hat. But you know, he's like, he paid it, of course. You know, he wasn't gonna, you know, he wasn't gonna go walk away from that responsibility. But he thought of that as he looked at that as like that's not the right thing to do. First of all, Aunt Fanny certainly had enough money in the till to pay for the, her own reception. Uh, that her side of the family obviously should have taken care of. So I was thinking in that way, where if you have an event at your house. Like, yes, bring a cake, bring a bottle of wine, whatever, but you should never look for money for a party that you put on. Is that correct, Sharon? Oh, you are very correct. Yeah. I think it's very nice to bring something, maybe a bottle of wine or something bottle like that. Bottle of white, ooh, bottle to, of red. Talk Sorry. to the hostess, yes. at least, and say, is there anything that you would like us to bring? Right, right, right. But that's a little bit different than what you were just talking about. Exactly, exactly. So... So, Sharon, uh, you and I, uh, just you and I, just you and I. <laughs> That's right. Sharing the love. Sorry, <clears throat> it's a trigger thing. I'm sorry. Once I say a word, I, I just go into the, I don't know. Something's up with me. I have to blame it on the vaccination. I told Jim Levin earlier, he said, I can't breathe as well anymore. I said, it must be the vaccination. He said, no, that's not on the list. I said, what's not on the list? <laughs> he said, he said yeah, heavy, you know, poor, poor breathing's not on the list of of. of of, of side that. effects. I don't think that was it either. Uh, no, no, but seriously, I, I, I don't know what it, I mean, when I, I can't laugh too much because I sound like Muttley the dog. <laughs> you know, that thing, I just can't do it anymore because then, and then I start coughing. I sound like my grandmother. Uh, and she smoked two packs of cigarettes a day until she dropped dead when they were 83 years old, wherever she was. But anyway, wow. uh, yeah. So, so anyway, uh, we, we have, my point is this, you and I haven't held, had a party at our house in a long time. We, have, we used to do them all the time. I agree with you. And actually, I've been just thinking about that not too long ago. We, um, You don't have that. Of course, in the summertime, everybody's very busy. Don't, 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 don't. Sorry. Especially on weekends. Yeah. But nevertheless, that's very correct. And when we first moved into our house back 20 years ago this summer, by the way, uh, oh, I can't believe it's been that long. I know time flies. It, and let's do, let's do the. T- mm-hmm. This is what I do, and I, and a lot of people our age are starting to do this. The last twenty years, uh, let's go back to two thousand two. Now this show came on in two thousand one, so this has been on and off essentially for the last twenty one years. So, but wow. th- go back from two thousand twenty two and go back to nineteen eighty two. Now it's tough to do this. I get it, but in your mind, I mean, obviously it's the same exact time. It's twenty years. What was longer, 82 to 2002 or 2002 to present? I would say the earlier is, seems to be the longest. Much longer. And it's no different than the ride it takes to get to grandma's, grandma's house than the ride coming home. And I don't know why. And I think it's because, we, well, we see landmarks and You're, we know blah, blah, blah. We get, yeah. We're conditioned. So... But when it comes down to it, and then here's another thing. Here's another thing. Let me throw this at you. 2022 to 2044, 20 years from now, does that seem like a long time from now? 
Yes, it does, because... It hasn't happened when yet. You, when you start thinking about past or future, in, actually, in my opinion, yeah. when you're thinking of the future, right. you don't know what's there, so it seems longer. Right, right. So, and when you look back, right. like 10 years or 20 years, you know, where did all those years go? I know, I know. And then, and then I have found... You know, I thought I had a decent memory, but, you know, uh, someone will say, hey, such and such happened uh, on such and such a date. I said, no, it did. It happened eight years ago. And then I f- discovered that it was like 15 or 20 years. Or, I said, oh, my God. I was off by like 10 years? I never, mm-hmm. I was ne- I've never been that wrong. But that, that happens. You know, and I'm talking about benign things that, you know, happen in the news that you might think might have been seven, eight years ago. But in reality, they were much longer. So as we get older, you know, one might say, yeah, we, our memory isn't as good. But remember, we're just like an old computer because the more we put in, the more we have to juggle. So that's why we might not remember things from back in the day because we have a lot more experiences that we've encountered that also leave imprints mm-hmm. in our brain. So uh, I, I can you know, agree with that. So, and, and they say we don't use our brain capacity to the, to the largest degree anyway. Uh, like what do we use, 3% of our brain? Is that was that what they told us? I'm not sure what the statistic what a, what a, is. Let I me mean, talk about a, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. That's ninety-seven <laughs> percent. Then I also saw something uh, a couple years ago uh, on TV, uh, totally unrelated, but it's numbers, where they said that when you brush your teeth, uh, the average person misses seventy-five percent of their teeth. <laughs> Just like, so how, how did that happen? How could you? I, how do you not? Question that how do you too. miss seventy-five percent of your teeth? Now, you might not, you know, be using, you know, you, know, you might have to floss, you might have to get underneath, you might go back to the, to the, to the molars, blah, blah, blah. What, 75%? That's like, that doesn't seem possible. That's like painting you around the doorknob and then forgetting. You don't have that large of a mouth. Right, right, right. I just little things over the years that I just, just don't seem to add up. And uh, that's why it's good to have a little show like this where I could just vent about them for absolutely mm-hmm. no reason. No reason whatsoever. Uh, so well, what else is going Everybody on? enjoys it. So did you uh, go to art class today, Hans? Uh, yes, I certainly did. It was the last one for this season. Is it real? All right. So uh, uh, did you have a finished product then? Yes. Okay. Because you just finished one not too long ago. Sharon's mm-hmm. been going to a painting class. There was a time when you didn't, and that really upset me. Uh, but now you're going back again, which is good. And um, she comes home with great works of art. Her friend Juanita also. I think Juanita is still going or is it maybe not. I don't know. No, yes, she is. Okay, good. When she's not in Florida, she goes. Right, well. And well, she's home now. Exactly. But, yes, it's nice. You know, it's just relaxing, um, talking. With, well, males are invited, too, but yeah. there's no males in our class. Right, it's kind of like uh, an aerobics you know, class. Talking back and forth and just, rela- you know, like I said, relaxing. and right. it's Talking about nice. guys, how guys are you know, bad. something different. Get out of the house for afternoon. Right. Meet friends. That's right. That's awesome. Well, that's good, Hans. That's all a good thing. Well, good. Sharon, we, get, we, we have to do more of this. Uh, thank you for your comments. Uh, that's why I had you call in, just, just to clarify that. Uh, and I'm glad you did. So I will see you shortly, babies. Okay, honey. Thank right. you. I'll talk, I'll talk to Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. See, I actually, I, actually, I actually know my wife's birthday and her middle name, unlike some caller. No, I'm just kidding. Dip, 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 dip. Ah, we have something to play here. It's called the commercial break. I'm going to do that right now. We'll be back right after this. I'm looking at a picture on Facebook. It's one of those. It's called From the Funny Pages. 
shared by Mr. Richard Powell. We got a little time left here, so it's a it's a picture of a of a very very attractive woman in a skimpy bikini, She's wearing sunglasses, blonde of course, 